0: You ready? <laughs> I'm Lindsay White. And I'm Kellyanne DiCarlo.
1: <laughs> and we are so excited to welcome you to the She Wakes Up at 5 a.m.
0: podcast. A nuanced conversation between two internet friends about high-profile public figures who affect our culture.
1: A passion project that stemmed from our mutual distaste for the tablet's
0: unfair description of Meghan Markle's work ethic. A deeper look into the strategy that fills your feeds as we discuss current pop culture and royal news, as well as share our own experiences behind the scenes in the entertainment industry. We believe in the gray area. Let's get into it. Hello. Hello. Oh. Oh, hi. <laughs> we froze. Good. This is good. That's okay. good.
1: Okay. Great. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Hi, everyone.
1: Hello. Welcome
0: back to the She Weeks Up at 5 a.m. podcast. I'm Kellyanne. And I'm Lindsay. And we don't really have much to talk about today. So today is going to be just like a rambly, we're going to figure it out as we go. Strap in. Yeah. (laughs) The news
1: has been very bleak.
0: It's been so slow this week. So we were like, we were texting last night. We were like, what are we going to talk about? And both of us were like, I got nothing. (laughs) Got
1: nothing. We know you come here to listen to Specific things, but those specific things are not really hidden this yeah, week. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. And we have solved, finally, officially solved the sound problem yes. on my Woo! end. So, everyone who has been bearing with us and commenting and writing Kindly. in, we cannot hear Lindsay. W- it gets really low. <laughs> we have fixed Yay. it. So, yes, if you can hear me good, then. Fantastic. Yes.
0: We are so glad. We did it. Thanks for everyone who wrote in nicely. And we're so kind about it. We really appreciate you sticking it out with us as we figure it out. Just two (laughs) young girls, young, scrappy, and healthy, as they say in Hamilton, the musical.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So we were talking. (laughs) Lindsay and I were talking before the podcast started and I literally was like, we should start recording because this is so remember last week, Lindsay and the rest of the, us people listening, remember last week when I said I would I would convert Lindsay to a Swiftie. Well, we work we work <laughs> fast. The Swifties work fast, friends. And Oopsie. Lindsay is converted, everybody. Round of applause. I am converted. Hold for applause. Hold for applause. I am because
1: yeah, I've been watching a lot of TikToks. And it's not like I wasn't a fan of her before. I just was not these diehards. And I think it's because... One of my best friends is on tour with her along with a couple other friends of mine. So officially, unofficially, I'm going to see the show um, thanks to her. And so I'm excited because it's a huge production and i'm i'm seeing so many different things about it in the show and just how she's doing it and like it's just i've had the utmost respect for her and i've been listening to her all week i'm like who am i mm-hmm. because honestly um the reputation album is like my favorite taylor it's album so, personally
0: it's so good. oh my
1: god it just reminds me of a specific time. 1989, it came after I moved to LA. So it's very specific, but man, no one really goes to a concert and dress up like these fans do, unless you're going to see Harry Styles. I don't know any other artists that the the fans take that much effort into their outfits. Speaking of
0: Harry Styles... <laughs> Lindsay's nodding. You guys, you can't see. Tell the story. It's so funny.
1: Oh my gosh! Okay, guys, if you have not been on TikTok on Swift Swifty TikTok or Eras Tour TikTok, these outfits—oh my god—are insane. Okay, mm-hmm. this kid or this guy—I don't know if he's a kid. He looked young. Came. I don't know if you remember but it's a specific picture of Taylor Swift and Harry Styles strolling through Central Park <laughs> and he's in this green jacket with this blue button up and this like beanie and this kid dress is dressed exactly like it you have to be like niche niche Taylor Swift fans to really like understand that what's the word I'm looking I Understand for.
0: like the cosplay of it all. Like you really Yes, do. the
1: cosplay of it yeah. all. You really have to really know like the ins and outs of her dating history to get it. And when I saw it, I was the TikTok, I think it was him dancing to style. Yeah. Was it style? Yes, it is style. Everyone at the Harry Styles tour will like overlay have him dancing, that specific dance, you know what I'm talking you know what I'm talking about if you're if you've been on TikTok. But anyways, and it's like, and then there's another person dressed up as her getting her honorary doctorate at NYU. They were in the NYU cap and gown.
0: It's so great. (laughs) This is insane. I really need a group of Swifties to go to her concert cosplayed as her exes. But I need it to be all straight Uh men, like all straight men, like
1: either like take their girlfriends dressed as that tailor in that era. Yes. Yes. And that would be incredible. Yeah. That's a
0: great couple's like group costume. Like how fun. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah.
1: So good. People have been it's they've been so creative i've never seen anything like that yeah my it's life. really
0: cool and i think i just love how she i love the production value i love how she connects with her dancers on stage i the video of, of your friend is so so it like mm-hmm. made my heart really happy it's just like i know it's so cool it makes me yeah, cry it's like very humanizing yeah. for taylor too because it's like they're all just performing together and it's They're just trying to make this thing together that will bring people together. And I just love it. It's like the theater geek in me. I just love all that.
1: For Taylor, the tour, the choreographer, Mandy Moore, Mm -hmm. um, not the singer, Mandy Moore. Um, the choreographer <laughs> she it was the choreographer for la la land yes. she's incredible she's she's done a lot of commercial so work much, yeah. this is not uh, it's not her first time working for with, with taylor but it's cool because a lot of the dancers are all extremely proficient and like technically trained i mean depending on the tour but like a lot of it's just you know street hip hop all that stuff but all these people are like trained beautiful dancers and you you could tell there's a lot of like contemporary type of um pieces in the show. And I'm really excited um, to see that. And I'm just, I'm really excited to see the stage. Like I'm such a, it's hard for me. I'm really going to have to focus and like watch the Mm -hmm. show instead of trying to look at all of the other stuff that's going on, because that's what I was trained to do. Okay. You got to hit your mark right here. Like, all right. And then something's going to be coming. Yeah. (laughs) Like the mic stands coming here. And then like, you got to, it's learning the show itself is literally half of the job. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And knowing where you're supposed to be at a certain time, where you're supposed to walk out. And like, and like and when it goes dark, it's most likely Taylor is coming on stage or like she's – anytime there's a B stage, I'm like, you always have to look for where they're going to be coming <laughs> into the B stage or how they're going to be transported onto Explain the B stage. Explain to them what
0: a B stage is because a lot of people don't know what that means. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. B stage. So you have the main stage. Obviously, and then you have B stages. Usually, sometimes in the crowd, like back towards the back of the house, well, back of the arena or wherever, and um, that is separate. And so it's kind of like the more intimate moment where an artist can go and be closer to the f- to the audience that's in the back of the of the arena or theater or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, most people, depending on what kind of stage you have, some have a big mm-hmm. long runway that you can just. This thing is called a rocket. She um, dives into this little plank, and it. She um, goes on her back, and she's literally rides this thing all the way towards the other side of the stage. That's how she gets there so fast. Sometimes they'll either transport the artist in like a container <laughs> or something of some sort, and depends. It just depends on the show. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: I love that she's changing her outfits for every show. Like I think that's really cool. Like the the costumes I'm are so like, different.
1: How much I'm like because what she's working with Donatella. She's working. I who's know that, that Louboutin did all her. Who's shoes. that gown designer
0: that she wore that pink ball gown? Oh Don't my know. god, that dress was insane. She wore it for opening, um, in in Arizona.
1: Uh, yeah, Arizona. Scottsdale
0: yeah, or Glenn, Glendale. Mm-hmm. I wish I remember she didn't tag the designer. So I don't know who it is, but like whoever made that gown, it just, I, I was like, Oh, excuse me. Stunning. Unreal. Yeah. It's hard to watch those shows. Like when you're not from a different place in your life and you're kind of like trying to focus on like trying to watch it as a consumer when you have all this, like yeah. inside baseball knowledge. Knowledge.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, I can't do it.
0: I actually think this is like my Taylor Swift conspiracy theory and it's not original. I just want to go out and say that I've read it somewhere. <laughs> um, I think she's married.
1: You think she's yeah, married? I think
0: she's married. I think she's married for like two years.
1: Wow, you think she got married during yeah, COVID? Yeah, I think she
0: got married during COVID, and I think everybody like had to sign an NDA. Like, I think she's for sure married, and I think we won't know until she's pregnant.
1: Interesting, huh? I mean, I'm for it. I I like her, and um,
0: they've been together for so long, Joe.
1: Joe, that's what I'm like. sorry. I I would love that for her because she's been through. Yeah, you know a lot yeah. but
0: have you watched his show it's not his show he's he's in the show with a bunch of people have you watched conversations with friends on hulu yes
1: Ugh. i had, i never finished it cuz really? it it's, it's the same author as normal people and i wanted it to be like normal people and it wasn't necessarily that same mm-hmm. thing but um i did i think i may have like three or four episodes left mm-hmm. but i watched it like what it came out last year or something like that
0: yeah i watched it no i think it came out 2 years ago i watched it at the end of Covid, i want to say i think okay. i think sorry that time really runs together in my brain and it's know, getting worse normal
1: people literally have watched three times i through. love normal
0: people I that like three it. years the more we get further and further away from it the less i remember i don't I, know. Like, don't remember what i was doing i don't know it's so weird i just finished last night i finished um daisy jones and the six I uh, mean, I'm, I'm
1: taking my time with it. I'm taking my time. That's
0: good because I wish it was longer. I mm. wish it was longer. I wish it was twelve episodes instead of ten. Um, I want to read the book next. I just finished the first Crescent City book. If anybody's like an Sarah J. Moss fan who listens to us, Court of Thorns Roses, Lindsay, you still have to read it. Um,
1: I know this is her. It's it's actually the Dumas. I think. Yeah. Posted something. Yeah. And, and when you talk about, well, at least for me, when I talk about Dumas, I don't really, I'm not on there like sifting through, but I did see that um, Court of Thorns, it's going to Hulu, but there's no actors attached to it yet. No. It's just. It has the same yeah.
0: showrunner as Outlander. Outlander. Yeah. So yeah. the guy from mm-hmm. Outlander is, he would be honestly, he would be a perfect Tamlin like a perfect Tamlin, my guess would be that the first season will be the first book and then they'll go from there. Nice. Which means that my favorite character really isn't into that much, but we'll see. So we'll see. I'm excited to see how that pans out. Yeah. I finished. So I finished JC Jones in the six. I'm going to read the book. The girl who, who plays Camilla in the show. Wow. Yes. What a gorgeous person. <laughs>
1: She's stunning, and you know she dated uh, Leonardo DiCaprio until he dumped her because she turned.
0: Imagine dating her as Leonardo DiCaprio and then dumping her. She is absolutely perfect.
1: She's gorgeous.
0: Gorgeous. I like kept half the show. I'm not gonna lie. Half the show I spent like just like watching her. I was like, wow, she's. Mm So pretty. And her name is actually Camila, which is cool. I loved her. Her performance in that show is, is one of my favorites. I thought she was really, really fantastic. And the guy who played Bill, is that his name? Oh, yes. yes. Uh-huh. Um, he was I watched an interview of him where he was talking about how normally when he like films a show or a movie and he has to like get emotional. Like usually he'll use like a menthol stick or something to help. This is real inside baseball, you guys. Like they give them like menthol <laughs> sticks or like they do um something like that to like make their eyes tear. They can kind of drop into the emotions without having to. like take some time to conjure it think of something sad whatever and this he said this was like the first project he's never he did never had to do that he like it was just it was very just dropped in and the whole time and the the environment was really supportive and very like actor friendly and it was cool it was cool to to watch um but yeah i loved it finished we've both finished you Yes, we did. What a ride! Truly,
1: I was not expecting any of that. Like at first, I was like, "I hate this." I was not enjoying this season at yeah. all until the the last couple episodes um, premiered. It yeah. was my mouth was dropped.
0: The, dropped. I, I I was very confused by the direction it was going in because he's not a redeemable character. And no. I was like, and they were
1: trying to make him like, well, the first, won.
0: the first part of the season, I was like, are we really going to give him like a new, pe- like, is that really the lesson of the season is that serial killers can reinvent themselves? Like, is that what we're, is that what we're doing? I was like, Penn Badgley is way smarter than this. Like, I just didn't understand it. And then at the end, we're not going to give anything away. No spoilers. But I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Okay. This is, this is, so is yes. sociopath. sociopath and like sick like sick in the head.
1: He needs to be in a padded room. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like needs to be in a padded room, needs to be in a straight jacket, like sick. I wonder if they'll d- they won't do another season. Is that the final one?
1: I could have sworn he said that this is going to be the last That's one. That's what I thought too,
0: but they left it very open. I
1: know. And so hold on. Let me go back through the DMs. Okay. Pin Badgley, you renewed for fifth and final okay, season. Okay. So the
0: next season is the final.
1: So it's a final season. Okay.
0: Okay. 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 Guys. <laughs> Stress. I was like, because I was watching Stress. it, and I was like, they could do another one if they really wanted to. I think of all of his female counterparts thus far, my favorite was Love, for sure. Yes, yeah.
1: for sure. Kind of gave him a run for his well, money. Well, because
0: she was just as nuts as he is.
1: Yeah. That was my favorite Me season. Too. That was my Me favorite too. season. I was like, yeah,
0: yeah she's – I think I watched that season in like two days.
1: Have you heard of this show um, on Amazon Prime called Swarm? No. I don't know much about it, but I know that Malia Obama – is one of the what? writers. No yes, way! she was in the writer's room. Wow. I'm so yeah. proud of her. She wrote episode five. I heard it's an intense show. Um, need to do more re- research about it, but I have a funny story about okay. her. I was at Century City Mall, which is in LA, and it's this outdoor mall. And I remember walking, I think it was like on a Friday or something. And I see like these random people looking suspicious, but they were in civilian clothes, right? I was like, I saw earpieces. And I'm like, who's here? <laughs> is that security or is that secret service? Oh, and I go into the store, and Malia is there. No. My mouth is oh my dropped. God. I'm like, "You're joking me!" And this is like, I mean, her obviously her dad is still in office at this point, and so she is obviously very protected. And I forgot that I heard that she was interning during the summer with Chandelier. Yes. So she was there, and I just remember her walking out, and there's just she had like at least six Secret Service. Sounds her. right.
0: Sounds right. I was
1: like, I was like, I've never been this close to anything presidential oh my in my life. And I was geeking out so much because I'm obsessed with history and all the yes. things. So I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. But she ended up going, going to Harvard. I want to say she graduated. But, but anyways, I heard this show's crazy. So cool. and, I, and I know it's getting a lot of buzz right now. So I thought that was a little fun little that is That's fact. really
0: cool. I want to watch that. Slip comes out too. That's Dakota Johnson's new movie. It's through her production mm. company. That's coming out soon.
1: Can we please briefly touch on the to. Th-
0: Oh, with I, would, I would love nothing more than to talk about GP in court.
1: It is like the campiest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my entire life, and I'm like SNL needs to spoof this ASAP. I'm obsessed, and like I don't watch like court hearings. I think it's I don't know. I'm it not feels that type, private. Not. Like
0: I feel like I shouldn't be there. Yeah. you know what I mean.
1: I, I that's not something I enjoy watching, but the clips yeah. I'm seeing of this lawyer berating her like <laughs> these dumb questions and she, she was just like,
0: um, the only strategy this woman, the lawyer has is make Gwyneth Paltrow unlikable. Good news. She already is. And Glenn Caltro yeah. knows. I mean, like, that is her superpower, I really feel. Like, yeah,
1: she's nothing's no. changed. and
0: she is, she is committed to the bit. She knows that she is the waspy, like, white mom. That is her energy, and she embraces it because it's who she is. The I'm not watching the, the trial, or I'm not watching the testimony to, like, to be like, oh, God, like, she's so annoying. Like, she's always been that way. She's like, you just kind of have to know what you're getting with her. But yeah. I just think it's so funny <coughs> watching her sit in that chair on the stand her face is she's just like so annoyed to be around like why she functions i mean people who don't know like she has always lived a comfortable life she went to spence in new york she's a nepo baby like this woman lives on another planet and i say that like listen if i had access to the things that she's had access to i would too
1: absolutely i mean like i would be here in a second i mean
0: yeah you (laughs) talked about the group store like it's stunning
1: Yes, it's my that's right. my vibe. So seeing
0: her in this like putrid green courtroom, sitting in like an office chair from Office Max or somewhere else, wh- like her, she is just like everything about her body is touching itself, and she's just like counting the minutes until she gets yeah. to get off of this non-organic material on this chair to sit back down to drink her lemon water. Like it's so funny. I would watch this over the Johnny Depp amber heard thing a hundred times over oh yeah me too i i didn't watch many much of it because i felt so uncomfortable
1: i didn't watch at all um
0: but i was just like
1: i I think they're both psychotic and the
0: funny thing is like my best friend pointed this out as well like on a ski slope like she doesn't we're not talking about like bodies here but like she's like kind of a waif She's very thin. Genetically, she's very, very small. And she got a lot of flack for that podcast episode talking about her wellness routine and what she eats in a day and all the things. With her
1: doctor, actually. With her doctor.
0: And I am am a little unsure of my opinions on that, mostly because I think everybody's different. And we can talk about that in a second. The odds of this woman knocking someone down on a ski slope are not Mm -hmm. particularly high. Especially not like a yeah. full grown man. I'm not saying right. here or there. I don't know. I obviously wasn't there. There's no real witnesses who saw what happened. Like, I just think it's, I'm just like laughing at this whole thing because she's just, the, like, the placement of the blue light glasses onto the desk and just like looking down and just like being so annoyed that she's there. It's so funny. It's so funny.
1: It's horrible. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's a waste of time. Yeah, of course. But it's a I'm huge like, waste of time.
0: I'm like, really, are you really
1: going to take him to court? Like, why can't y'all? Figure this out. Like, but no, for that podcast episode, like, I've been on a wellness journey myself. Mm -hmm. I have stomach problems. I'm trying to heal my gut. And so, like, if people don't know Gwyneth's MO, she's been this weirdo. Like, she was into wellness before wellness. She tries everything. Everything. She tries everything. Every cleanse, every crazy thing, like you could think of, she does. And it's to me, I have an issue when people, come after someone for doing something to themselves they're not necessarily promoting it as like this is what you should do da, 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 da. like if they want to do that to themselves by all means like it, it does not affect me whatsoever what she said does not affect me but it's what she was talking about was with her doctor that prescribed her cuz she was dealing with some inflammation or in or like in her body and bone broth is actually very good mm-hmm. for you and um is, she also has she also you know, has long COVID too. Yes, long COVID. So that's been an issue mm-hmm. for her. So to me, it's like. This is not a one size fits all scenario. I know we came from a place in the 90s and the early 2000s of try this diet and try that diet and skinny is this, like you got to be skinny to be beautiful and blah, blah, blah. And it was like those diets weren't working for anyone because they weren't really made. They were made for a specific person. And now wellness is becoming very personalized and people are finding out what works for their body and what doesn't work for their body. And I'll body. also I guess, and, I can
0: add really quickly that a lot yeah. of the research for these wellness Mm -hmm. trends that are diet and fitness based are based off of, and that's like, it's getting better, but like for years, I would say in all of the eighties, nineties and early two thousands, pretty much all of the fitness research and all of the, the diet research was based off of a man's hormones.
1: Yes. Women were not considered. There's a podcast I was listening to that said that, like, I think the nineties we were just now getting information. And so things with our hormones and like balancing our hormones, like half of Like half of the stuff that people are experiencing now, like PCOS, endometriosis, all those things are directed at our hormones. And like, it's not a solvable thing by just putting us on birth control. That's why I'm I'm moving towards functional medicine. I know it's very different for people, everyone else, but like, I wish functional in Western medicine started blending more because it's not just, I'm going to take a pill to make me feel better. Like, I don't want to take anything that I don't Yeah. Have I'm to. the same way. And so that whole thing was just so ridiculous. And I don't think to me, it wasn't her saying, um, like you got to do this to, you know, be skinny. I don't think it's about being skinny. Like she's always been she's skinny. She's genetically and very whole, thin. Yes. Yes, and she's she has access to everything imaginable. I'm not knocking that at all. Like obviously, being in that space makes things better for you to obtain. And living in California, we we can go to an organic grocery store and not have to go like. hours away to buy good produce. I totally get And also get like it. her
0: home is decked she's a full wellness spa, sauna, everything in her ba- like un- like in her home. Yes. So like the woman yes. has access to unbelievable resources.
1: And it's and it's okay to understand like yes she's privileged and yes. yes you, but but when you're listening to her, like people like that, you can't you can't equate that with yourself, but I think that we have to take ourselves out. Like they're not talking about us. Like they're not like, I, I, I I do not really compare myself to that. It's not
0: personal. My only issue, it's not really an issue. My only thing where I could kind of see what people who were upset were coming from is that she does, her whole business is a wellness platform. So there could have been more of a conversation about how this is what has been working for her and how she specifically is dealing with all of these issues. I mean, I don't, I haven't listened to the podcast episode. I just watched her address it on Instagram and I didn't even know mm-hmm. she had lung COVID. I didn't know she was having gut inflammation. I didn't know that she was having chronic issues. Um, I think if she yeah. had, if she had led with, and again, maybe she did on the podcast, I didn't listen. If she had led with that and said, look, this is what works for me. Take what you like and throw the rest out. That would have probably eased the gap. But the problem is, is that I don't think it occurs to her because also, like wellness, and she's not stupid. She's a very smart businesswoman. She knows that what she her routines and stuff like is is easily fed to her audience. And also, her audience is not Gen Z. That's the other thing no. is that her audience is like upper millennial women and above. That like really, or Gen Gen X, I think it is, right? Gen X is above us. Yeah. Like that's her audience.
1: I think she's X. Yeah.
0: And I think also it's a, it's a little bit, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a little pot calling kettle when like heroin chic is something that was glamorized this past year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like, I have a hard time. the
1: whole ozempic Right. Issue. I have a hard
0: time kind of picking a really strong stance on this because I think there's so much nuance, but I think, I think she could have been clearer about, Hey, this is what works for me because I'm having some health issues. And like I said, I haven't listened to the podcast, so maybe she did. But I think you know it's hard when when all that's pulled is a clip without yeah. uh, without any context of what she was dealing with. Because like, yeah, if you listen to it, it sounds like she doesn't need anything. It, that and that I get that. Yeah. And that that's the other thing is like I think we're all so hungry for information, especially because so much research is coming out about women's hormones. And I, I have so many friends that have come off of birth control and have issues in terms of fertility, mm-hmm. in terms of hormone balance. Because when we were teenagers if you didn't have a regular period or if you had some sort of issue, we
1: had acne yeah, they or whatever put you on
0: a birth control or they put you on Accutene or whatever. Like, and a lot of the things that we were put on as kids, I mean, luckily I didn't have any issues. So I wasn't ever put on birth control, but like mm. a lot of my friends are dealing with the after effects of coming off of birth control and even like an IUD and like trying to figure it out as, as we start to have children. And, and it's, it's tough. So I think, a, I think, as more information comes out, people are starting to try to find a way to sift. And I think like, even if you're listening to any kind of wellness advice, always take it with a grain of salt and always just take what works for you and throw the rest out because ultimately what you need will always be different from somebody else, et cetera.
1: Yeah. And things are always changing and new things are coming out new things are discovered. And I don't think it needs to be blown. I didn't think it needed to be blown up like it like it did. It was kind of ridiculous yeah, I agree. in my opinion. Because it, it's like, it doesn't affect you. Like she's not telling you, no one's forcing you to listen. No one's forcing you to do anything that she's mm-hmm. doing.
0: At least I feel a huge shift with within my Excuse me. I feel a huge shift within myself recently in the last like few years where if I'm watching someone's content, I think it really happened after COVID ended. And I know you feel this way too. Like I'm watching someone's content Mm -hmm. and I don't like it or it stresses me out or it makes me anxious or it makes me mad. I just unfollow the person. It's not that deep. Just unfollow them. (laughs) Like you don't need to consume their content, period.
1: Save your mental state, please. Like do not, no one's forcing you to look at anything or listen to anything. Like you can, if you see something or some by someone that you do not like, you just go, "Oops, sorry. Don't want to look at that. You know, like it's not the opposite of
0: see something, say something. It's see something, do nothing, (laughs) see something, leave the room,
1: leave the room, please. Thank you. Yeah. Speaking of things that were blown out of oh, proportion. Oh, let's talk Se- about it. Selena. Let's talk about it. Selena has spoken I have some issues. And I Haley issues. Can I can I I have issues too. Because
0: mm-hmm. I think look, Selena's got a crazy good fan base. They are. She's the first woman ever to hit what? Like 14 million?
1: Four four hundred million. million.
0: <laughs> just just a casual <laughs> four hundred. I was like fourteen million? <laughs> four hundred million. <laughs> Great. She's the first, Absolutely. yeah, she's yes. the first, I think, woman to hit four, 400 million on Instagram. Okay. This mm-hmm. is this narrative has been happening for over a month, I would say. This whole yes. thing has been going down over a month. I have not chosen a side. I use Rare Beauty. I use Haley Bieber's Road. I have like, a, this is my, I'm on my third peptide lip treatment. Okay. I, I support both women. I think they're both doing their own separate thing. However, it shouldn't have taken this long for Selena to say something. No. And honestly, At she- all. Spent her time thanking her fans for her support when she hit four hundred million. Instead of being like, "Hey, I appreciate all of you. Can you leave this girl alone? I have a lot of issues yeah. with that." I was like, "Really? Now? Now you say something?" I just think like I think it took too long, and I think I think the person who needs to say something is Justin. Uh,
1: yes, he has not defended Haley. He hasn't said a thing,
0: and I, I understand once. like the idea of like, well, I maybe I shouldn't just I should just say nothing, and because they can handle themselves. I get that.
1: Well, and it has something to do with his ex girlfriend. Yeah. And, you know, it, and I'm not even going to go into the timeline to everything. Like, I I'm, don't even care about what happened before. But, like, I think that. I mean, she said that they had been talking for weeks and maybe they were trying to see if things would settle down and maybe they wouldn't have to address it, but it was it's still happening. And I think the internet has becoming is becoming the most insufferable place on this <laughs> yes. planet. And it's becoming especially TikTok it's becoming extremely extremely sad and scary because these comments and like how people go after just anyone. This girl On um, TikTok, I think her name is Meredith. Um, Nothing against her, but she was going after Gwyneth Paltrow, and Gwyneth Paltrow's business partner sent her a nasty DM, (laughs) and um, she posted about. She's like, I don't know how to feel. Like I like these these people are very powerful. I'm like, I I I don't know what to say say to you. Like you are on a platform. That reaches millions of people. Is it that girl who uses? And you talking is about who uses
0: like a gallon of foundation on her face, Meredith. No, oh, that's not okay, her. No, no, right. no. Sorry,
1: this is she. Like, I'm sorry, you are on a platform talking about a public person. People, are, they have a right to come at you too. Like, I, it it goes both ways. And like, she her like complaint was like, we are allowed to talk about you. You are a public figure. I'm like. Yes, but there are consequences with your words. Like you don't know anybody. And so that's what – this goes with these people talking about Haley and Selena. You do not know these women Mm -hmm. and they do not care about you. I'm sorry. They don't care about you. I
0: mean they care about you in like a general sense if you're a fan of theirs, but they don't actually know you. And I think also a lot of the the problem with this generation and like in my day, but like in -hmm. actuality like Gen Z is in the generation – is it alpha? the one that's coming behind. I don't okay. know. I they're don't very know. I mean, they've grown up in this age where you can comment something to a stranger on the internet and have no consequences.
1: Someone so, so I think it's someone on TikTok said this. They're like boomers and Gen Z are the same. 100%. I'm like stop, they are. Yep. I feel like our parents and this n- new generation are the same mentality of how like they're a bunch well, of parents. It's funny because
0: I feel like boomers use boomers use Facebook the way that Gen Z uses TikTok. And yes, like it's the same. It's so funny to me because I'm just like the only difference is that Gen Z is a lot more liberal in political belief. Yeah, um, and yeah. Uh, and I think so. It's just it's just so funny to me that like they get so mad and and like you don't know these people. These people aren't real. Like they're not. They live a public life. But they have a private life that you don't know anything about. So why are you spending your time like commenting anything negative? You don't know anything about them. And like like I said, I'm not perfect. Like I'm sure if you went back in my history, I probably have said something stupid on a comment when I was 25. But like mm-hmm. just be better.
1: Yeah, it's not. And it's getting really – I mean Haley said she was obviously getting death threats. And I saw several of those death threats. And like Justine Sky, one of her friends that was in that original TikTok video – was getting text messages from fans saying, "I hope you kill yourself." Like you and Haley need to leave Haley alone, and like all this stuff. I'm like, "You guys, this is not this is not a also, joke like, anymore." Who it's do not, you think you are? It's who do you who think do you, you think are? you are
0: that it's your your job to play judge, jury, and executioner on somebody you don't know? Period. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> okay.
1: But I agree. She. I don't know the logistics behind of her making a statement. I don't. You know, obviously, the whole thing about maybe. You'll go, Die yeah. down, or maybe they were trying to figure out how to address it, and all the things, and you know they don't want to like interfere with things that they got coming out, all the all the stuff. It, it was a little bit too late for me, and I think, and that's the thing, people are trying to protect themselves from all of this too, and like mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't feel like he needs to get involved because because he is sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not. So it could also be his own mental health.
0: Like it's just not beneficial for him. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what i was saying. That you know. And he's obviously with her. Maybe he would say something that wouldn't be very forgiving.
0: Speaking of unforgiving, should we talk about the mid season trailer of Vanderpump Rules?
1: When I tell you my mouth dropped the last clip, Tom Sandoval is like, no. He said, do you need anything? He's like, for for you to die. I was like, oh my gosh. Andy Cohen, because he was watching the screeners before the reunion, because they just shot the reunion. And he said, this is some of the best television Bravo has ever produced. And I was like... Holy! Crap.
0: I haven't watched this. I haven't watched the show in three years, and I'm watching it now because it's so interesting. My best um, <laughs> friend was like, "The way I am foaming at the mouth for this reunion." I was dead over the two seating charts because Sheena and Raquel can't be in the same room. Like even like the videos of Raquel and Sandoval like smoking outside. During, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like the all black. I was just. I just can't. It's like it's a funeral. Honestly. <laughs> I I mean, look, like I, I'm not here to defend anybody. I don't defend Raquel's actions at all. I hope, but I selfishly really hope that the person who comes out of this looking the worst is Sandoval because he is a piece of garbage. And I just, I'm so tired of the narrative of like the Selena and Haley narrative. And granted, like Raquel's definitely done some really messed up stuff and I'm not here to defend that, but uh, it's been seasons on seasons on seasons of Sandoval just like lying and cheating and being the worst. And he just always sort of gets out scot-free and I just am so over it. That's my yep. dissertation. On Bye. <laughs> I don't believe in cancel culture, but that man can take a seat.
1: Take a seat and don't come back yeah, for a think while. Think about your actions. And they're clearly together. That's the, that's the crazy part that they are together. Yep, for
0: sure. I was like, "This is wild,
1: wild, wild, wild." But yeah, that is that they're taking the reins of that. And I know we're not, we don't talk about Housewives, but I have to shout out Ultimate Girls Trip Thailand because I was up until almost two a.m. on Thursday night watching that show. And we've had two think seasons of Ultimate Girls Trip, but this cast is perfection. <laughs> it's perfection, and I'm like laughing hysterically. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So anyone that watches it. You can DM it, DM me and we talk about <laughs> it. Because it's so freaking funny. It is I so I spent good. my morning watching but
0: Friends bloopers and I think I have to I have to rewatch um, Friends again. It's about that time. I
1: was not a friend Friends fan growing up. I know. Silence <laughs> the silence is deafening. I know. It was like I don't know what it was You're
0: such a Phoebe, that's crazy to me. Oh, yeah, really? I think you're for sure a Phoebe. A Phoebe or a Monica. Oh. For sure.
1: Oh, I take my oh, yeah, any Monica's day. Oh my is great. i I. The thing I'm is, I, knows I I
0: I, know. <laughs> I, know, I, know,
1: I, know. I appreciate the show. I've watched a couple episodes. I I'm not like maybe I will. That will be my like thing to do at, at some point to watch the entire thing. I don't know why it didn't get to me. I don't know why I missed the the whole friends thing. I
0: think I was just too That's young. That's fair. I mean, we're the same age, and, but, but the that's is, fair. Yeah. We're the same age, but I'm like, I don't, I don't
1: know. I I was watching like Lizzie McGuire.
0: I okay. So like, I actually, I this is interesting. I w- I'm a huge Disney person. I'm not like a Disney adult. I don't like dress up as a, in a costume to go to the parks. Just, just be so clear. There are different <laughs> levels of Disney adult. Okay. Don't come for me. I'm not a Disney bounder. Okay. I don't do that. But mm-hmm. I do go to Disney pretty often. I, my family has a timeshare there. So we stay on property. It's like really fun. Mm-hmm what was I saying all this? Oh, I'm not a Disney. I was never a Disney channel kid. I never watched Lizzie McGuire. I never watched sweet like of Zack and Cody. Never watched any of it. I know, I know, I know. I'm upset too. I get it. But I just, I just never got into it. And now I feel like I'm too old that when I watch, I'm like, this is not hitting the way it probably did when I was young enough. I know. But also I will say I didn't watch friends all the way through until I was in my twenties and it's funnier now. It's funnier now. Yeah.
1: I, I, I will have to do that.
0: Also, like knowing um, New York, like there's no way in hell that anybody would get an apartment that size, and just like it's just no. not realistic. But it's it's so and like you live across the hall from your friends, and you all keep oh. that apartment for years and years and years, and it's, it's like not realistic at all. Yes, but it's 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 just so good. It's so good. I loved it.
1: I cannot believe I'm um, like Disney Channel Friday nights. Are you? I have choking? no idea. No idea. That was
0: like the. Oh, my God. So you missed
1: all of the original yeah, Disney like, movies? Yeah. Look, no, I
0: have no clue. <gasps> I, I used to watch – um, I used to watch – them. Ma- I am sure. I know. You. I know. Oh, my God. You're like the 40th friend I have who's like, that makes no sense.
1: I'm sure. You need Disney Plus and you just need to watch all of I don't know if of. I can
0: do that. I feel like I'm – I don't know. I was a big Mary-Kate and Ashley girl. Like, I loved Passport to Paris. And, okay. Yeah. Um, what was the Cancun one with Megan Fox in it? Uh, something like that. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. But, yeah, I, I was not like a Disney Channel kid. So – I have to like sort of do I know I know
1: mm-hmm. well we can revisit all that
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay I feel like I'm in trouble it's fine we'll figure we'll we'll get through it this is maybe th- this is our first fight this is our first fight <laughs> <laughs> all right well on that note I guess that's everything Yes, we
1: have blabbered on enough. Um, so if you liked this episode, please give us a five star rating on Apple podcasts and Spotify. Um, leave a comment and, uh, let us know on like Instagram, like message us, like, what do you want to hear from us? These episodes can sometimes be full of stuff and some maybe a little bleak. So we're just free balling here. So if you, uh, like the show, Follow us at She Wakes Up at 5 a.m. podcast on Instagram. You can follow us individually at me. (laughs) You can follow at
0: me, Lindsay underscore E underscore White. And you can follow me at Kellyanne DeCarlo, K-E-L-L-I-A-N-N. And um, next week, we should have an email for you guys to send messages to if you guys want to hear anything specific. Um, That should be set up by next week. So we'll be talking about that in the next episode.
1: Ooh, yes. We love to hear from people. So think of more things yes, and please. E- email us Yes, for
0: sure all right we'll see you next time bye bye thanks for being with us this week follow us on instagram at she Weeks up at 5 a.m podcast and if you enjoyed our conversation be sure to rate and subscribe to us so that you never miss an episode special thanks to red brandt for our theme song be sure to find more of his work on instagram at r-e-d-d-b-r-a-n-d-t see you next time